1: Hello, friends. We're journeying through the Word of God together. I hope you're enjoying the journey. We've come now to a most interesting book in the Old Testament. We've come to the book of Numbers. And interestingly enough, of all of the books in Scripture, this book truly is the book of the journey. It covers for us the 40-year wanderings of the children of Israel through the wilderness. So, if ever there was a book that dealt with the travels of life, this is it, the book of Numbers. We know, of course, that Moses is the man that God uses to pen the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And we believe that these books were recorded during the wilderness wanderings, which means that Moses is writing from a first-hand account. And regardless of the circumstances, we're certain of this, that he was led of the Holy Spirit. He's he's writing under inspiration. Now, from the Exodus out of Egypt to the time the tabernacle was erected, was about one year and then from the time the tabernacle was constructed through the book of Leviticus covers the first month of the second year of their journey when you come to numbers chapter 1 verse 1 you read these words and the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tabernacle of the congregation on the first day of the second month in the second year after they were come out of the land of Egypt so we know exactly where this book fits numbers begins with the second month of the second year and then progressively unveils for us the history of their wilderness wanderings now in a very real sense all of these books are historical books you know i love history i hope you do there's so much to learn from it someone facetiously said years ago the one thing we learn from history is that no one learns from history and i think there's a great deal of truth in that uh, but history, I believe aptly, is his story. It is the story of God dealing with man. As you read through these books of the Bible, you see certain covenants that God makes. You see certain periods of time. But one thing is always true, and that, my friends, is the faithfulness of God. Now, in co- contrast to the faithfulness of God, the book of Numbers shows to us the faithlessness of his people and the unfaithfulness i, I got to be honest with you. When I read the book of Numbers, I want to get aggravated at the children of Israel until I realize uh, that this story is often my story. That so many times the Lord has delivered me from Egypt, but instead of entering into the land of Canaan, I wander around in the wilderness of my flesh, a defeated person, not because God intended that, but because of my unbelief and my disobedience. Now the book of Numbers gets its name from two numberings. Uh, Literally, there are two specific times where the children of Israel were numbered. The first one is at the beginning of the book. The second is at the end of the book. The first numbering took place at Mount Sinai. You can read about it in Numbers chapter 1. And at that time, there were 603,550 Jewish men numbered. 603,550. That's significant. Remember that. When you come to the end of the book, in chapter number 26, in Moab, there's a second numbering. This time they only number 601,730 Jews. Now listen to the numbers. They've gone from 603,550 to 601,730. What's going on here? You'll remember when they lived in Egypt, they were multiplying exponentially. That's why the Egyptians were frightened of them because of God's favor and God's blessing upon them. But now, now they're diminishing. They're decreasing. Why is that? Well, I believe the book of Numbers is a vivid object lesson that show to us the consequences of unbelief and disobedience. And friends, I'll remind you that the New Testament tells us, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, that these things were written for our examples. As a matter of fact, the events covered in the book of Numbers are mentioned in many places in the New Testament. For example, Hebrews chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Why? God gives us this record not to depress us, but to warn us, to remind us that if we're not careful, our unbelief can lead to great ruin, that even people who profess to know God and say they're following God can disobey Him. As a matter of fact, someone once asked me what I thought the theme of the book of Numbers was, and I said to them, I believe the theme of Numbers is found in Romans. And they said, what do you mean by that? Romans 11.22 says, "...behold therefore the goodness and severity of God." In its context, Romans 11:22 is about the old generation dying out and a new generation coming on during the wilderness wanderings. Well, I believe that's what you see in this book, the goodness and severity of God. You see the severity of judgment on those who would not believe and obey, but praise God, you see His journey and mercy and grace and goodness uh, to a new generation. I tell you, in the journeys of life, we must be true to God. We must stay close to God. Are you close to Him today? The key word of this book is the word journey or sojourn. That word means a temporary stay. You know, honestly, it's about an 11-day trip from Horeb to Kadesh Barnea. Can you imagine? 11 days they could have been in the Promised Land. Instead, they spend 40 years, 40 long years, the longest death march, funeral procession in history. Why? Well, I believe God gave them one year of wilderness wandering for every day that those spies were in the land, tasting of the goodness of God, but refusing to believe and obey the Lord. Now, the key verse is Numbers chapter 33 and verse number 1. Listen to these words. These are the journeys of the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Egypt with their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. Now, friend, they were under the hand of Moses and Aaron, but they were under the watchful eye of God the whole time. Numbers 33.1 says these are the journeys of the children of Israel. May I ask you a question? When your life's journey is done, when this journey is done for you, what will the record say? When your children and your grandchildren talk about your Christianity, your walk with God, what will they say? Oh, I don't know about you. I don't want the story of Numbers to be my story. I'm getting ahead of myself here. I want the story of Joshua to be my story. Not of defeat, but of victory. Not of wandering, but of conquest. And may I say to you, that is a choice that each of us must make every day. As you walk through the book of Numbers, and I hope you'll read it for yourself, you see this progressive movement. As a matter of fact, there are three geographical movements in the book. In the first nine chapters, they're camped at Sinai. God is preparing them, getting them ready. Then when you come to chapter 10, it was a different setting. Instead of being at Sinai where God is speaking, they're now in the wilderness. And From chapter 10 through chapter 21, that's where they are, wandering around in this wilderness. They're complaining. They're criticizing. They're dealing with one conflict after another. Can I just tell you, that's a picture of the life of flesh. When you live by faith, you live in victory. You live with the joy of the Lord on this journey. When you choose to go your own route, you wander in circles all the time. When you come to the end of the book, you come to the third geographical location. In chapters 22 to 36, they're at the plains of Moab. And here, God has to deal with them. God has to deal with their enemies, but God has to deal with their own sin. What's He doing? Getting them ready to finally arrive where He wanted them to be the entire time. And may I tell you in the authority of the Word of God, God didn't want you in the wilderness today, friend. God doesn't want you wandering aimlessly through this life. He wants to journey with you. He wants to give you clear direction. He wants you to come into the land of Canaan. That's not heaven. That is the life of victory and power. There'll still be enemies, but there you can enjoy and experience all that God had planned for you on this journey of life. So I ask you again, what will your journey say? What will your record say? The geography is not really the important thing. The important thing is where you are spiritually today. Would you determine today you're going to make this journey with Jesus Christ? Friend, He's the only one that knows where He's going, and He's the only one who can get you there.
0: Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpawley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.